This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Friday, March 17th. We're talking Cardinals baseball today with Jennifer Langosh, as always. Jen, we thank you for the time. And, uh, Jen, you have your good days in spring training. You have your bad days in spring training. And, unfortunately, on this Friday, it was not a good day. If your name was uh, Adam Wainwright, as uh, the Cardinals were recently crushed, let's just say, by the Mets, uh, 16-2 to was the final, as you informed me. And uh, 10 of the 16 runs were given up. Uh, by Mr. Wainwright. Uh, he'd made some positive strides uh, throughout spring training. We've discussed him uh, kind of rediscovering his uh, his curveball, his changeup, but it just seemed like nothing was working today. And again, it's, you know, it's a couple innings. It's spring training. You're going to forget about it in 24 hours, if that long. But what things can you take away from what was clearly a, a bad, bad day for Adam Wainwright? Well, it's funny you asked the question that way because that was my first question to Wayno this afternoon was, what do you take away from this? And he looked at me, he smiled, he laughed, and he said, a beating, <laughs> which, of course, was the case. He lasted only an inning and two-thirds. Um, you know, disappointing for him in that he had, you know, subsequently his first start had been two innings, then three, then four. He was hoping to stretch out as far as five. It took him 71 pitches um, to get through an inning and two-thirds, and at that point, manager Mike Matheny had obviously – seen enough you know his biggest issue today the biggest thing for Wainwright was there was fastball command there were too many pitches um, left over the middle of the plate and he was having trouble controlling the movement on that pitch and that essentially made everything else um, you know lack much 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 good so he, he threw 15 changeups he said he got one swing on him he just he wasn't getting the fastball over um, and that was setting the Mets up for a very fun day at the plate it was just it was very odd to see Wainwright two wild pitches, four walks. Again, just labor through this. But he has two more spring starts remaining uh, before the regular season. He'll take this, as he said, he'll go watch the video over the next few days and come back better the next time he takes the mound. And Jen, is it almost refreshing that uh, you know when you see a guy endure the beating, as he said, uh, that he did today? That you know, whereas maybe a younger guy can be traumatized by this and think, oh, my my God, my career's over. I'll never get another out ever again. But Wainwright has been through it all. He's seen, you know, the good, the bad, the ups and the downs. And, you know, his first reaction to your question is he smiles and laughs. And like I said, can that be reassuring to know that, you know what, nothing's going to rattle this guy because he's been through so much already. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, as he mentioned, you know, this is what spring training is for. You know, you never want to give up 10, 10 runs, whether the game counts or it doesn't. Um, but these are things that he, he'd rather obviously work through in March than at any point in the next six months. And, you know, Mike Matheny afterwards made the same point you did in that, um, you know, Wainwright, Wainwright probably better than anybody else on this team can let a day like this roll off his back. And the reason for that is he's seen in the past that, that he can have a bad day and his next time out, 
come out and be brilliant. So, yeah, there's no reason to be worried about Adam Wainwright. He had had a very good spring to this point. As you mentioned, the curveball, the change up, all these pitches um, coming back to him and him feeling really good. And I think it helps, too. You wouldn't want to have this probably on your last Grapefruit League start before the regular season, but the fact that he has a couple more starts left to get down here in Florida gives him plenty of time to work out the kinks um, and to leave Florida on a little bit higher note. Yeah, like you said, better to have this happen in March as opposed to, I don't know, October. So it is by far the lesser of two evils, uh, simply a bad day for a good pitcher. It happens. You move on to the next one, and I'm sure it'll be uh, forgotten before very long. Jen, on a more positive note, we got to talk about uh, Yadier Molina. He was absolutely a one-man wrecking crew with his blonde hair for, uh, for Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic a few nights ago, against the Dominican Republic a few nights ago in the World Baseball Classic, uh, handing the DR their first loss uh, in the Classic since 2013. Uh, Yadi had an RBI single against some guy named Carlos Martinez. Maybe you've heard of him. I'm not sure. Uh, also went deep that game. He threw out a base dealer, made a tag at home. He did everything, and I'm sure – that created some buzz uh, in the Cardinals clubhouse to see this guy absolutely, like I said, he was a one-man wrecking crew, and he led Puerto Rico to a huge win. Yeah, he, he's you know been, been talked about a lot around here, and, and guys within the clubhouse just loved watching Carlos Martinez and Yadi Molina face off. And it was funny, um, he, he dropped that bloop single in against you know, his pitcher, and the two couldn't stop laughing and smiling about it. I mean, they have such a close relationship that they were able to enjoy the moment, even though Yadi got the better of Carlos Martinez. But, you know, it's interesting to me. It reminds me very much of four years ago in the last World Baseball Classic when Yadi really helped lead a very, what should have been a mediocre Puerto Rican pitching staff um, all the way to, to very late in that tournament. And so much was being said about the job that he does with those pitchers. And we're hearing those same things again. And, you know, I think here, for those of us who see the Cardinals on an everyday basis, we see this from Yachty all the time, that the throws to second, the way he can help pitchers navigate through trouble, his, his good at bats and his ability um, to, to step up when the moment is the biggest. But it's fun to, to see it on this stage where maybe there's some new eyes watching him and, and other people can kind of appreciate how much this guy means to a team. And he really, throughout his career, the bigger the moment, the bigger he is. And that's really, I think, what he's shown over the last couple games in that World Baseball Classic. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been outstanding, not just that one game, but throughout the entire duration of the tournament for his uh, native uh, Puerto Rico. And, uh, you know, Jen, I know that when, when certain guys consider, you know, the, the pros and cons of playing in the World Baseball Classic, for a veteran of Molina's ilk, a guy that's creeping up now on his mid-30s, you know, some of them might say, well, I, I've got, you know, a lot of – a lot of miles on these tires. It'd be better for me to, to kind of skip this and to focus my energy on my major league club. Molina obviously didn't make that choice. He is playing for Puerto Rico, playing very well. But can you make a case that even for a guy at this stage of his career, having done everything that he has done, that's a play in a showcase like this can actually energize him and to give him a boost heading into the regular season? Yeah, I mean, you watch him play these games, and he has extra pep in his step. I mean, and again, you know, for those of us who have seen him in some big games in October, it kind of reminds me of, you know, the energy you see from Yachty at that time in the season, or even if it's just a big game during the regular season, maybe a Sunday night game against the Cubs or something. He brings it, um, and, and he's, he, he performs his best on the biggest of stages. And I think for Yachty, I mean, this is his fourth World Baseball Classic. He might be able to play one more um, if the tournament is still around in four years. But, 
he takes such pride, and a lot of these guys guys do take such pride in representing their country, and it would mean a ton to him to be able to help Puerto Rico to a title. Um, and certainly, they've gotten off to a good start here in the second round of pool play. That it was never a consideration for him not to go. And it was funny he was asked by a reporter um, earlier this week if the Cardinals tried to convince him not to go, and Yadi smiled and said they would never consider that. So um, the Cardinals were supportive of this. They knew that Yadi wanted to play, and, and again, it's cool that he is showing on a national stage uh, what we see here every day. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's just been, like you said, uh, a one-man wrecking crew. He's been so energetic and a lot of, as again, as you said, pep in his step. It's been fun to watch, and we're all hoping for a rematch of the 2013 Classic Final between Puerto Rico and the DR. Uh, the DR took it four years ago. Maybe Puerto Rico gets their revenge uh, this time around, having already defeated the DR uh, in quarterfinal play. So we'll see uh, how that transpires. One guy, Jen, that is uh, back from his stint in the World Baseball Classic and has been now for about you know a week and a half, two weeks, is Son Wano, the Cardinals' closer. As he played uh, for his native Korea, they had the early first-round departure, of course. But in your conversation uh, with him and his translator, of course, what were some of his takeaways from his, from, uh, his experience out there? Yeah, well, the the current one is the jet lag he's going through, of course. He he joked today that uh, he fell asleep last night at 7 in the evening, and he woke up at 3 in the morning and couldn't go back to sleep. So still a little bit of jet lag there to work through. It's one of the reasons why the Cardinals gave him several days off upon returning back to camp before pitching um, him yesterday. He, I mean, just as, just like Yadi, you know, someone who loved the experience, and for him it was very special in getting the opportunity to go back and pitch in Korea in front of his, um, you know, home country fans. This is the first time that he had pitched back there since 2013 when he was playing in the Korean baseball organization. So he performed exceptionally well. He was obviously disappointed that the team didn't perform better, but hoped um, that, that, that the Korean baseball could continue to grow from the, from the experience of having watched the team compete in this tournament. And I think for the Cardinals to watch O come out yesterday in great for league play and throw a scoreless inning with ease gave them you know, a lot of comfort in that he got the necessary work in while he was gone. And this is a guy who with two weeks left in camp will get everything he needs to done before the start of the regular season. Yeah. He should hit the ground, uh, hit the ground running once the regular season begins. So a great experience uh, for Korea, albeit short and the Cardinals uh, not unhappy to have him back in camp and to start the season as their lockdown ninth-inning guy. Jen, to wrap up here, it would not be a Cardinals podcast without one or two uh, injury updates, so let's uh, go with those. Uh, Matt Carpenter made his return uh, after about two weeks on the sidelines, but uh, on the flip side, it seems like the comeback effort of uh, Jordan Schaefer has hit a uh, pretty big roadblock, so give us the, the good and bad updates on both uh, Carpenter and Schaefer. Yeah, we'll start with the good. Matt Carpenter took two at-bats in today's game, played four innings in the field. It was the first time since March 1st that he had been cleared to swing in a game. So um, he felt good. I talked to him afterwards. He said he felt no issues and really said he hasn't felt any issues for about a week now. But, again, the fact that this is March, these games don't count, this is spring training, the Cardinals wanted to take it slow before getting him back into games. So he has two weeks now, and really the biggest thing for Matt is getting that timing back just from having missed a couple weeks' worth of at-bats. Uh, for Jordan Schaefer, unfortunately, his chances of making the Cardinals club as a two-way player have come to an end. And best-case scenario for him is that he'll get the opportunity to try this again next year. The good news is that when he woke up from surgery today, he found out that he didn't undergo Tommy John surgery, but rather had his ligament in the elbow repaired and not replaced. So the, the big thing there is the time frame of recovery. I mean, Tommy John surgery for pitchers, typically 12 to 18 months. Um, this surgery, which is a fairly new one, but the same one that Seth Manis 
and Mitch Harris had last year with the Cardinals comes with a recovery time frame of probably about seven to eight months. So you now for Jordan, what that means is he'll spend this year, of course, rehabbing, um, but could potentially sign with another team or return to the Cardinals next year and enter spring training ready to go, giving himself another chance to potentially earn his way onto a major league roster as a pitcher. Yeah, so some disappointing news for Jordan Schaefer, but uh, as you said, this is the best case scenario given what the options were. Uh, no TJ surgery. The recovery time is shorter, and we hope uh, for nothing but the best in Jordan Schaefer's recovery for sure. Great stuff as always from it. Jennifer Langosh, our Cardinals reporter. We'll do it again at this time next week for sure. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, St. Louis Cardinals. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.